0: Good morning. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh, come on. we got to do better than that. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Why don't we give a big round of applause to the violins and cello and all the keyboards. Yeah, that was pretty awesome, right? Well, welcome. We are excited to have you here for our Christmas Eve service. If you're visiting for the first time, we are so glad to see you. Uh, a couple of housekeeping uh, things just to help everyone. Uh, the Commons, which is the room right on the other side of the wall, it's open. There's a TV screen in there. Uh, I know the kids are going to be in, uh, enjoying the service with us, but we also know kids are kids. And so if they stop enjoying the service before we do um, and get a little bit antsy, feel free to go to the Commons. There's a TV and everything in there, and you can enjoy that as well. Uh, if you have a nursery, a need to change a diaper, the nursery is open. Uh, but we just wanted to let the Kingdom Kids volunteers come in and enjoy service with us together. Uh, also looking forward to next, year, uh, next week, it's December 31st, and it's the last week for the calendar year of giving, so we just ask you to continue to just seek the Lord cheerfully as far as giving as we round out the year. And so uh, we're, we're looking forward to a great service together, so uh, why don't you put a smile on your face, find someone around you or someone to say, I'm glad you're here and Merry Christmas. I'm glad I'm you're here and Merry Christmas. Christmas. I'm glad you're here. And Merry Christmas, right? All right, why don't we stand together? Let's sing.
1: right on. You may be comfortably seated. We welcome everyone into the sanctuary of the well today. All of you that are live streaming with us, everyone that will be looking at this in the future, maybe this afternoon because they're working, welcome, welcome, and Merry Christmas. Let's pray for today's service. Father, this is the culmination of the season with which we honor you, study you, respect you, all of your sacrifices on our behalf, coming as you did not have to do into a sinful world and living in perfection so that we could be saved, so that we could be in your presence, giving us hope, peace, love. Father, we are so grateful. We're so grateful for everyone here that knows you We're grateful for those that seek you. We're grateful for those that you pursue in their hearts for a relationship for you, Father. And we thank you for this season that we can celebrate year in and year out as our lives fluctuate and change. Your message and your truth does not. We praise these things in your name. Amen. joy we hear it and we think of happiness or laughter but true joy far outweighs any fleeting emotions like a beautiful garment joy is a response that we clothe ourselves with and at this time of year it's our hearts cry as we bear witness again to the birth of the savior and let's face it there's not a person here who couldn't use a little more joy these days So you're invited into that quality of joy, whether your life is full of happiness or not. It's an invitation for every person, and it's here now, because Jesus is here now. This is joy. Welcome to Christmas.
0: We are going to conclude our Advent reading and candle lighting each week of uh, December. We've been uh, lighting a candle here. Uh, themes, there's been love, hope, and peace. And uh, today we light the candle of joy and the Christ candle. And we have the Walker family. If You want to come on up and light the candle. <laughs>
2: Today we conclude our celebration of Advent. The word Advent is from a Latin word meaning coming or arrival.
0: On the first Sunday of Advent, we lit the candle of love, which reminded us of God's incredible love. Next, we lit the candle of hope, which reminded us that even though we were separated from God because of sin, his gift of salvation was made available to whoever believes in Jesus. Last Sunday, we lit the candle of peace. This candle reminds us that through faith in Jesus, we can enjoy peace with God and experience the peace of God in our daily life. This morning, we light two candles. The first candle is the candle of joy, which reminds us that Jesus was sent to earth so that we can have true joy, which comes through a relationship with God through faith in Jesus.
2: The scripture reading is from John fifteen nine through 11. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. We will also light the Christ candle, which reminds us that Jesus is the reason for the season, because he was sent to save us from our sins, and he is Emmanuel, God with us. The scripture reading is from Matthew 1. Twenty one through twenty three. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us.
0: All right. Thank you, Walker family. Well, we love Christmas around here and, and, you know, it's the time of the year where we get to sing the Christmas carols, right? You kind of tuck them away after Christmas is done and then you bring them out once a year. And so we thought this morning we're going to do a medley of just kind of the favorites because it's hard to pick just one, right? So why don't we stand together? We're going to call this the Christmas medley and invite you to sing these songs with us.
3: No cry he makes I love thee, Lord Jesus Look down from the sky And stay by my cradle Till morning is nigh Be near me, Lord Jesus I ask thee to stay close by
0: Well, good morning. I really wanted to start with that because it, it frames Christmas as part of a bigger story. It's part of God's story, his story, history, right? And and this morning, we're going to look at, at Christmas and celebrate Christmas Eve and the birth of Christ. And, and my desire for, for us together and for you individually is that we would see that, you know, there is a Christmas story that we celebrate every year. And And, you know, there's the facts and we look at the the wise men and everything that happened in Scripture. And and so there's this this story that doesn't change, really, right? The facts of what happened don't change this historical event. And sometimes if we're not careful, we slide into, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that, right? There's a phrase, familiarity breeds contempt, where, oh, yeah, I grew up, I know the story, Jesus, manger, right? And then when you see something like that, suddenly you're like, wait a sec. Maybe this wasn't just a one-off. Maybe... This Christmas event is actually part of a bigger picture, God's story. And for us today, the prayer is that the Christmas story would really be part of your story. Because here's how it works. You know, uh, Jordan was over at our house yesterday, and, and I was walking back and forth. And at one point, I stopped, and he was watching uh, a series uh, on, our, on our TV there. And I'm like, oh, dude, I remember that. And we had, we had kind of watched it uh, as a family, like probably two, three years ago. Right. And, and how many of you ever watched a series and then you let it slide and you let it go and then you fire it back up a few years later and you're like, Oh my gosh, I remember that. Right. Or you pick up things you didn't see the first time. Right. I didn't even catch that. Right. And it was the same series, but because I'm different and Jordan's different, we appreciate it differently. And so the Christmas story doesn't change the facts and and everything that we look at scripturally. But perhaps this Christmas in 2023, your story has changed, right? In in December, we've looked at the Christmas story through Advent, and it's a story of love, a story of hope, a story of peace. Today, it was joy in the Christ candle. And I'm just wondering, you know, in in the timeline of the Christmas story for 2023, What's your story? How is your life story intersecting with the Christmas story this year? Maybe for some, it was when we talked about love and God's love. Maybe for some, it was when Randy spoke about hope, and you really needed a message on hope two or three weeks ago. Last week, Mark spoke about peace, and maybe, you know, peace in in the Christmas story this year for you, you just needed shalom, a sense of wholeness and completeness. And maybe for some this morning, as we look at joy in the Christ candle, maybe there's just a lack of joy. Maybe there's a sense of heaviness, you know, everything going on globally, everything going on in the country. There's a lot of people who have just lost their joy don't really even know what joy is anymore. Now, the world will offer us happiness, but there's a difference we're going to see between happiness and joy. And so I want to encourage us as a a church family, and again, welcome to those who are visiting. Sure, the Christmas story didn't change and the songs don't change, right? But this morning, I think there's an intersection between between a Christmas story that doesn't change and your story. And my prayer uh, for us, for everyone that was here, you know, I pray during the week, and Lord, I pray for those that are going to be here in person, I pray for those who are online, welcome, good morning to those online, that God would speak to you through the Christmas story and speak into your story, speak into your story. Because it's more than just reciting, you know, uh, Christmas carols and singing Christmas carols and talking about what happened long ago. The Christmas story is very personal. It's a personal story. It's not just about Jesus and about something that happened. It's about your life and my life, right? And, and I think of a story when I was in elementary school. Vin, can you toss me that gift that's right on top? And, and something that made Christmas personal for me, you know, I've shared, uh, if you've been with us, I've shared a story in my relationship with my dad, and I know my dad loved me, but he wasn't very uh, verbally... Um, demonstrative or physically affectionate, but I know my dad loved me, but he was just the quiet provider, right? The, the guy that was always just providing. Um, and, and I shared with you how that impacted my relationship with God, his father, trying to figure out, God, this God really loves me, wants to be involved in every of my life, you know, and he's, he'd call him Abba, Papa, Daddy. And, and I'll never forget something that happened. I was in elementary school and we grew up in the Roman Catholic tradition. And so we would go to midnight mass. Any veterans of midnight mass? Right. Yes. Right. So our tradition is we'd go to midnight mass and then afterwards we'd get home and that's when we would do gifts. We were fired up and ready, right? Mom would have food we'd eat and you know tradition is we didn't go we'd open them up and we didn't sleep till like three or four. And so one, one Christmas we're opening gifts and and I don't know how how they set this up, but I, the doorbell rings like at two in the morning. And I'm like, Mom, did you hear that? She goes, Why don't you go check? And so I'm like, okay, I'll go check at 2 a.m. Some stranger knocking, send me, sure, send me. And, and in, our, in our living room, there's a fireplace. And so I go out there and, you know, there's no one there. But I look and there's a gift in the fireplace, right? And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go check that out. And it was a gift with my name on it, right? From, of course, in those days, Santa, right it's funny how Santa always had my mom's handwriting but it was kind of (laughs) cool but the thing that stood out to me and made that Christmas personal and with my relationship with my dad was it was my dad that put the the present there and rang the doorbell to set up that whole thing right and I was like that's pretty cool that was a cool moment where I said okay dad You you, you went out of your way to do that. You didn't have to do that. Because my dad, you know, he was a very practical gift giver. Me and my brother, socks and underwear. Without fail. Without fail. I don't know, anyone ever have any of those, you get practical gifts? Practical, right? Just the you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong, right? But yeah, white crew socks and underwear. And v-neck t-shirts every once in a while, so... But it's personal. And my dad on that Christmas did something, went out of his way to make it personal. It wasn't just another tradition where we're just all opening gifts. And, and that really has stuck with me all these years that he would do that in his, in his way, that he was going to go ring a doorbell and get his little Richie to go run out there and, and get a gift from Santa. And, and, and that's, that's my heart for us this morning, is that, is that Christmas is personal. It's personal. Sure, there's a big group here, and I mean, we've got, many of you have things you're heading to, and how many of you are exhausted come Christmas night, right? Right? And so, it's personal, And and I really want to encourage us to stay at the personal level because love, hope, peace, joy, and the Christ candle, it's personal. It's not just theological doctrines we talk about. It's not just good things we check off and put into mentally assent to it's personal. It's a relational love. It's a hope that comes out of relationship. It's peace out of relationship. It's joy out of relationship. And and that's the heart of it today. In Luke 10, it says this, the angel said to them, fear not for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Joy is found over 150 times in the Bible, right? If you add the words joyous and joyful, it's now over 200 times. And the verb rejoice appears well over 200 times in the Bible. So for those who think that Christianity is drudgery and is somber and a bunch of rules and you can't do this and you can't do that or else God's going to be mad at you again, right? Right? I don't get where that comes from because joy is 100, 200 plus times that we are called to be joyful and rejoice. Amen? It's, it's out of love. It's out of love. It's rejoicing. It's meant to be filled with joy or joyful. The Christmas story is meant to be filled with joy. And sometimes I think we, we mistake taking something seriously because of the serious nature, eternity and all that, for somber. There's a difference between being serious about something, taking something seriously, and becoming somber. Because when they announced the birth of Jesus, it was to be joyful, amen? Amen. To be joyful. And sometimes in the busyness of life, getting the presents and the tree and the decorations and da-da-da-da-da. How many of you have tended to lose your joy this year? Anyone? Right, the joy meter? Right? And, And if we're not careful, life can do that, not just during Christmas, but... The heaviness of life, the circumstances of life, finances, the economy, your health, everything, right? If we're not careful, we can start focusing on circumstances and lose our joy. And that's why I love the Christmas story, because in the simplicity of it, the angel says, hey, rejoice. This is a really good thing. This is a really good thing that we're celebrating. Kay Warren says this, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right, and the determined choice to praise God in all things. Joy begins with our convictions about spiritual truths we're willing to bet our lives on, and truths that are lodged so deeply within us that they produce a settled assurance about God. See, there's a a difference between joy and happiness. It's very interesting if you look at the etymology or the, the origin of the word happiness. It comes from hap, right? And hap means good luck or chance it's circumstance based happenstance so if you're not careful and you're looking for happiness you might be looking at, for something based on circumstances based on things that are completely out of your control right and the world has no shortage of alternatives it'll give you hey just do this buy this do this meet this you know to be happy but that's not joy That's not joy, okay? Here's another definition of joy. An inner rejoicing that that abides despite outer circumstances. This characteristic has little to do with happiness and can exist in times of unhappiness. It is a deep and nourishing satisfaction that continues even when a life situation seems empty and unsatisfying. The relationship with God through Christ remains even in the deserts and valleys of living. That's what makes this personal today, that whatever circumstance you brought with you through the doors, before you leave, you can leave with joy. You can choose joy. Joy is a choice because it's a choice to choose, I'm going to focus on circumstances, externals, things out of my control, or I can have joy rooted in relationship with God and a settled peace that despite circumstances despite what happens between the time you leave here and you put your head down tonight you can have joy you can have joy right and then there's the christ candle Matthew 121 says she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins the ultimate foundation of joy is the reason that Jesus was sent salvation true joy is rooted in salvation it's an eternal truth that is untouched by anything on this planet, right? John 20 says this, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, or the anointed one, the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Joy, which is independent of circumstances, comes from a relationship with Christ, because when you have a relationship with Christ, you have life. You have life. Your name is written in the book of life. You're a child of God. Everything literally is good to go. Amen? You're good to go. And so sometimes in life when things happen and you get weighed down and you blow it again or someone says something or you get the text or you get the email or your boss is this or whatever, right? If we're not careful and we start letting all these things weigh on us, we forget our true source of joy who We are in Christ. That we are good to go. We're good to go, right? Turn to the person next to you and say, We're good to go. Come on, we're good to go. Smile a little. Smile a little. We're good to go, right? We're good to go. I mean, you gotta, you, sometimes you just gotta take a step back, take a deep breath, and take the breath. But, uh, good to go. Remember I told you a couple weeks ago, let rela, lo, loosen up that neck. Some of you, like, you walked in today, and it's like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm like, We're, relax, bro. You're going to sing some carols, get some eggnog after. Some of you just got to, come on now, some of you just do this. I give you permission. Come on, relax a little. You're fine. You're like, oh, my gosh. December 1st came, and I went into... I just locked up until this is over because I got to get the tree and I got to do this. Some of you like just endure Christmas. It's just like a marathon. It's like the Iron Man. Right? We're almost there. One more dinner at so-and-so's house. One more. And some of you like when you're done, you're like, oh my gosh. Right? How many of you choose not to? take down your lights because it's just too exhausting to put them up (laughs) a few honest right lights oh relax just relax you're good you're good right david b curtis says this our joy comes from our relationship with jesus christ it's different from happiness the happiness of good health because true joy persists in weakness pain illness and even death it's different from the happiness that we get from a new house or a new car or new clothes or anything else because it persists through the loss of everything. Why? Because it is founded in a relationship that can never be broken. See, the theme of Advent is relationship. That's what I'm really hoping that we really speak to today. It's the heart that sets us free from all the stuff on this planet and in your life and my life that we have no control over. Literally have no control over it. we like to think we do and we do our best to kind of plan and all and there's nothing wrong with that But we can't base our joy on that We can't base our joy in it. And I was thinking of, of How can how can we understand Christmas and and, and I thought of this because you know, I've been to a couple of Christmas parties Vin, can you have me that that tin right there? and You know, one of the things I enjoy about Christmas parties are like Christmas cookies <laughs> right And so we had a Christmas party and this is one of those, those bins that has European cookies. And, it, and they're, they're so fancy that there's descriptions and a guide, right? to get one of these guides, right? And I'm like, this is kind of cool. And so I thought, you know what? I, I think we can use this Sunday morning. And I'm going to just keep this in my office to guard it so that I know where it is. And unfortunately, not many of them made it. Because I wanted to test them for you all and make sure. And I, and I thought like Christmas is kind of like this, right? It's like, you know, there's, there's the love cookie, and there's the hope cookie, and there's the, the peace cookie, there's the joy cookie, right? And in fact, what's crazy, when you know Christ, you get all the cookies. Look at Ephesians one three. All praise to God, the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ and I'm like, dude, that's like the best cookie tin ever. <laughs> right? Love, hope, peace, joy, every spiritual blessing is in the Christ cookie tin. It's there for us from Father as a gift with your name on it. And how do you appropriate that? How do you how do you receive this and everything in it? The tin with everything in it, is Christ. When you receive Christ, you receive the gift of salvation and everything that comes with it. That's the joy. That's the love. That's the hope. That's the peace. That's the gospel. That's why Jesus came as the gift of salvation and God offering it. John 3.16, very familiar, but think of John 3.16 in a Christmas theme. For God so loved the world that he gave... Gifted his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Ephesians 2 For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And so, my prayer for us, for you, if you're a believer, maybe there was something this month, if you just would take time to reflect, maybe God wanted to speak to you about love, his love for you, remind you of his love the hope you have, the peace, the joy. And maybe for some today, it's time to just take the gift of Christ. By faith, receive, receive Christ. Just take it. You know, when I saw that gift in the fireplace, I'm like, that's mine. <laughs> Had my name on it, that's mine. I'm praying that some of you will know that God has a gift with your name on it this morning. And it's the gift of Jesus. And he just wants you to take it. And then the journey, it's called sanctification, is to figure out all the stuff that came inside. That's the joy of the journey. And the thing is, you don't do it alone. You do it in the thing called the church, the church family. And we open up the cookie tin together. And we figure out how to do cookies in life. That's just what we do. That's really what it is. But it starts with receiving the gift, the gift of Jesus. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for love and hope and peace and joy. Thank you for the gift of Jesus and all that that means and all that comes with it. And I do pray for those here that have never received that gift. That this morning they would receive the gift of Jesus. The Bible says we're saved by grace through faith. Believing on Jesus as our Savior and Lord. That's why he was sent. You loved us personally that much. And so I pray that those who have never received Jesus would. And if that's you, you can say, dear God, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you that the story of Christmas intersects my story. And I need a Savior, the gift of salvation. So in the best way I know how I'm receiving Jesus this morning. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you for Jesus dying and rising from the dead for my sins. And if you're saved and you're a believer, maybe this morning you give thanks to God for love and hope and peace and joy and all the other spiritual cookies that are yours in Christ. We started with kind of a creative video about the Christmas story, and we're going to close with another video about the Christmas story that makes it real, kind of brings it to earth. And so I hope that you'll enjoy this version of the Christmas story.
3: self will give you a sign behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel
2: has come to make you new this child that you delivered will soon deliver you Mary did you know that your baby boy would give sight to the blind man Mary did you know that your baby boy would call a storm with his hand. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? When you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God. Did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? The sleeping child you're holding is the grave.
0: Thank you, Gloria. (laughs) Well, we are going to uh, slide into a tradition we have here. We've done it for 13 years, and uh, we distribute candles, and then we're going to light them as a church family. So we're going to sing a song, really kind of a, it's a great Christmas-themed song called Here I Am to Worship, and we're going to distribute the candles band. You can come up, and then we're going to sing Silent Night after that, and we'll uh, light the candles.
3: So To.
0: We're going to light the candles, and the way we do it is uh, they're going to light the center row, and then you guys can light each other's candles going that way. I uh, just encourage you to be a little bit careful with that. We do have the battery operated for the kids this year, and uh, it's kind of a special time for us, and uh, I just really appreciate this time, because this is where we get to catch our breath, and this is where we just get to slow down and experience Christmas, maybe in, in some Peace that some of us really needed. We like to carve out this time of the service because we know how hectic life is and and what waits for all of us outside these doors. So we're just going to enjoy this moment. Amen? Let's just enjoy the moment. Christmas amen? amen amen you can extinguish those and uh, can, when we leave uh, we're gonna a couple baskets out there in the foyer and um, you can drop them in there that'd be awesome so we've celebrated Christmas as a church family and, and one of the things we like to do around Sundays is, is we like to leave kind of on a celebratory note and and you know uh, there's a lot of people in this valley that need to know about Jesus and I love this song, Go Tell It on the Mountain, because it's really a charge to the church to go tell it on the mountain. Amen? And when you leave here, wherever you go, bring the love, the hope, the peace, the joy of Christmas with you, right? Somebody, I'm going to guess, somebody you're going to run into in the next 48 hours is going to be pretty stressed and, and in need of some joy. And you know what? You get to, breathe, to, to be the conduit of joy. Amen? Just bring the boy the joy. The joy of Christmas into whatever Christmas party you're heading to tonight, tomorrow, bring the joy of Christmas with you. Can we do that? Amen? All right, let's sing together. Go and it on
3: the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go sell it on the mountain, that Jesus Christ is born, wash Christ is born. The shepherds feared and trembled when low above the earth rang out the angel chorus that hailed our Savior's birth.
0: an abundance of food out there. Please help us eat it all. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas.